Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, hello everyone. This is Dr. Eileen, and this is Medicine Walk. And for those of you who are tuning in on Blog Talk Radio, this is Healing House Radio. So I hope everybody's doing well. I hope that um, I did the lighting a little bit differently. So hopefully it'll be a lot lighter for uh, this recording. Uh, each time I, I think I'm, I'm getting a little bit more of it and, and I'm working on the editing pieces. So this is, you know, kind of an, an adventure for me. It's doing something different. Um, learning curves can be tough. And the main reason that learning curves can be tough is because it's often, you know, really based a lot in ego. And we set up things. We decide that things are going to be a particular way or going to look a particular way. And often we have that vision of how we want something to turn out. And it's rough when things don't match that. It's it's rough when things don't add up in a way that we think that they should. And it's amazing how many attachments we can develop with that. It's amazing how often we can say, okay, um, you know, if it's not going to turn out the way I want, then I, I'm not going to get involved in it. I'm not going to accept it. I reject it. But life is about realizing, well, you know, some battles we win and some battles we don't. And sometimes the best thing we can do is just accept that it's not going to be that perfect vision. And ultimately it leads to an ability to realize that maybe we're the only ones attached to that outcome. We're the only ones who have that attachment to, you know, oh, well, it's got to be perfect. It's got to be this. It's got to be that. And, um, it's, it's funny because, you know, I mean, you may notice I'm not wearing my hat and I actually left my hat at my office. So I was thinking, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, I've got to, I've got to record, but I don't have my hat. And then I realized, honestly, I don't think anyone else really cares about whether or not I'm wearing my hat. I mean, you know, you may think it's like, oh, it's an interesting hat. And, you know, there might be a story behind the hat, which there is. But the thing is, is that it's okay for me to not wear the hat. And I realized that I was probably one of the last people to realize that. And then I thought, all right, let me just go ahead and do my thing. But it was interesting studying how I felt I needed that, how it's like, well, you know, I, I'm not being Dr. Eileen if I'm not wearing the hat. And then I realized how silly that was. But the thing is, we all get caught up in how it should be and what it should be and what we want it to look like. Um, 
I do plays with a, a local, you know, little theater group. And it's funny because, you know, we work so hard and we work to get the lines right. And sometimes the lines don't go and, you know, we have to sort of help each other out and feed each other lines. And it hit me. It's like, you know, the audience doesn't have the script. So whatever we do, they're going to go, oh, okay, as long as we keep moving. And that's the big thing in theater is just don't stop. Make up something, put something together, throw something in. And when you do that, it's amazing how it just kind of comes together. And afterwards, people are going to applaud and, you know, they're going to say it was it was really good. And it was it was interesting kind of coming to that realization, how often that is sort of a theme in life. Just don't stop. Don't let the moment overwhelm you. Don't say, okay, there's, you know, I'm, I'm just going to freeze because it's, you know, our reactions to stress, fight, flight, or freeze. And it's really easy to get caught in freeze. It's really easy to get caught in that moment of, you know, that kind of deer in the headlights moment. But if we take a look at, okay, it's definitely not going to work out the way I hoped it would, but we can still get out of this. We still can move forward. And it really is a great study in exactly what are we attached to? You know, are we wanting to get something done or are we wanting to get something done and have it look a particular way? Because often life doesn't end up looking the way that we expect it to. Things change. Other people make choices. And we can either get stuck in the idea that it's not what it is, that it's it's not appearing to other people. Because there is also that piece, that kind of, you know, little internal ego voice that it, I don't want it perfect for me. I want it perfect for the people who are watching for observing. And then you look at that attachment. Well, you want approval. Do you want to have somebody, you know, be able to say, it's like, wow, you did really good. Do we have a concern over how we appear? And is that important to us? I mean, of course it's important. You know, we all want to put that best foot forward. We all want to, um, you know, bring our best to the table. We all want to be acknowledged that we did a good job. We all want to be commended. There's nothing wrong with that. It, it's not ego. It's it's not anything like that. I mean, you know, in, in the videos and when I realized that the live streams were just, for, for some reason, the live streams started just really not being what I wanted them to be. So, okay, let's try videotaping and then, you know, being able to play with the edits a little bit and then just broadcasting. And since I'm there sitting while it's broadcasting, you know, any comments I can address right then. So that's something that I kind of enjoy about that. Because see, often when things don't go the way that you thought they should go, you know, it can also become something that is better than you thought it would be. When we surrender to the fact that we don't control things, 
we can realize that we can surrender control. We can accept that we're not in control, but that doesn't mean we're powerless. It doesn't mean that you have no choice. It just means in that circumstance, there are things happening that are beyond your control. So uh, I started videotaping uh, and I got about 10 minutes in and then suddenly the little card filled up and it was like, oh man, you know, this, this is not good. And so then I had to take the card in and figure out how to get into the file on my computer, on my laptop. And, you know, and it's like, okay, here's how do you delete it? And I think I deleted it. It, it looks like it's recording. And, you know, so I'm a little bit like paranoid about it, but it is, it, it does say it's recording. So that was something I had to adapt to. And life is nothing if not adapting from one moment to the next. Very few things go exactly as we plan. Very few, I mean, you know, maybe maybe your hair doesn't look quite right or or you're not wearing your hat or or something, you know, something, the lighting isn't quite right. Um, if we spend all of our time worrying about all the things that make something less perfect, then you're really not going to have a whole lot of fun in life. You're really not going to be able to get the most out of it. You're not going to be able to relax and, and sort of, you know, the old saying, go with the flow. Because either you go with the flow or you end up getting sucked under, you know, by the river. Because the flow is going to happen. And you can go with it. You can fight it. Or you can just try to get to the shore. But, you know, ultimately it's just easiest to accept that stuff happens and stuff happens constantly. You know, maybe there was something that we were expecting and it didn't work out. Uh, you know, maybe you're expecting a check in the mail and, you know, you needed to get that in so you could you know, cover your checks you had written and it doesn't come in on the day that you wanted to. And that can lead to frustration that can lead to, you know, feeling helpless and yeah, we have a lot of opportunities to feel helpless, but we're not powerless. Helplessness is just acknowledging the fact that you can't control everything. Surrendering your power is a totally different thing. That you have to choose. And admitting that there is stuff going on that you don't, you know, that you're not going to direct. You can't control how other people are going to react. You can't control how, you know, the traffic's going to be. You know, living up in the mountains means that, you know, it's like, okay, you got to drive down a mountain in order to get to work or wherever you want to be. And most things are, are um, you know, down the mountain from me. And if, if a car stalls out or, or a truck, you know, tries to make a turn and, and it was too big and it can't make it. Or if, um, you know, a tree falls, there's nothing we can do. And I can either sit and rage or I can think real quick, okay, can I, you know, backtrack? Can I make it to another part of the road? But the thing is, is that if I just sit there in the car and rage, I'm not getting anywhere. So the idea is, that you can be able to make choices regarding how you're going to react to something 
and then formulate a plan to get around it. You know, if you're on stage and you forget your lines, you've got to figure out a way around it. You've got to do it pretty quick. So just relax and you do, and somehow you make it through the scene. And it is, you know, it's just human nature to not like it when things don't go our way. But it is choice, it is empowerment when you can say, okay, things didn't go my way and I can still work with this. I can still figure this out. I can still move forward. I can still have power. I don't have to surrender my power just because I can't do something about a situation. In fact, it is more empowered to recognize that and then say, okay, we, you know, plan A is out the window, go with plan B. And it's all about the plan B. It's all about deciding that, you know, you need to switch horses midstream. That if you cling to plan A tenaciously, expecting that it's going to ultimately work out, it might not. So you change up. You decide, okay, I will be just as happy with the result of plan B, even though it's not going to be the same result, but I will still be content with it. I can still accept it. I can still move forward and say, hey, mission accomplished, just in a different way. And if you, you know, are working with others and, you know, they get locked into that, no, we've got to do it this way. We've got to do it this way because we all know those folks who just kind of dig in their heels and when we say, you know, it's like, well, this isn't going to work. Nope, nope, nope. I am not going to acknowledge that. You know, we're going to think positive. It's like, yeah, you're positive that it's not going to work that way. But that doesn't mean it's not going to work. It just means you have to do something else. So, you know, what do you do when you have a situation where you're kind of locked in with other folks? Well, ultimately, you go back to you cannot change anyone. Sam, hush. So, you know, doing our recording here at the house, it just means that Sam is here. Hi, Sam. So, you know, the idea that it's okay to not have all the answers. It's okay to mess up. Most of the time, that's how we figure out how to do it right, is by spending enough time doing it, not necessarily wrong, but doing it in a way that is not going to get us what we want. And there's nothing wrong with wanting things the way you want them. Just be flexible in how that happens. And also, you know, the idea of being sure as to what you want. I mean, you may go through a whole process and then realize that what you thought you wanted isn't exactly what you wanted. That changes with life and with experience. And well, I have, you know, things that I want in life. You know, I, I want to retire in 2029, specifically June 18th, 2029, which is 25 years to the day from when I graduated chiropractic college. And by setting that in my mind, I, you know, I'm going to be able to retire. I am going to get an RV and I'm going to have a Rottweiler named Carl. And I'm going to tour around and we're going to have a lot of fun and have adventures and tour the country and all this other stuff. Well, you know, I have certain ways that I believe that that's going to happen. 
But something may happen and I will end up having to change my mind about how that happens. And who knows, by 2029, I may have a totally different idea as to what I want to do. But at this point, it's a fun plan. It's my, my retirement plan. Am I totally locked in that, you know, life couldn't take me so into another direction? No, I accept that. And if another plan, a better plan comes up, yeah, I'll say, okay, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do this. And being able to accept that and say, nope, it's got to be that. It's got to be, you know, the, this particular dream. The best part about dreams is you can change them. They can grow. They can evolve. Um, they can broaden. They can encompass more than what you imagined or what you knew to imagine in that time. You know, it, 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 you know maybe my dreams will be bigger. And my nose keeps itching. I don't know why. <laughs> I imagine that I know why my nose itches. But the idea that we don't need to lock ourselves in to one image of what will make us happy, of what will get the job done, of what it is that, you know, we want as our final goal. I mean, you may have a goal of being financially set and secure and, and have more money than you know what to do with. Well, that's great. But the thing is, is that it, it's sort of like winning the lottery. Most people don't want to win the lottery per se. What they want to do is be able to afford to do the things that they want to do. So if you look at, okay, what what would I do if I won the lottery? Well, you know, maybe you tour the world or maybe you'd take a cruise around the world. Well, then your goal isn't to win the lottery. Your goal is to take a cruise around the world. That means that winning the lottery would certainly be one very easy way to do it, but there would be others. There, there could be, you know, the, the teaching opportunities where, you know, you agree to teach or you become a part of a group or you just, you know, save your money. Say, okay, this is how much it's going to cost me. So I'm going to save my pennies and nickels and dimes. And I'm going to, I'm going to work on saving up so I can do that. And yeah, you know, it takes a little bit of time. It takes a little bit of, um, you know, ingenuity. It takes a lot of self-discipline. But you would still end up with the same result as if you won the lottery. It's just there's more work involved. And often when there's more work involved, it's there's a higher level of satisfaction with it. So consider that there may be more than one road to get you where you want to be. There may be more than one opportunity to be able to, you know, step up into what you want. There's more than one way you to accomplish your goals. So if it's not working the way you want it to work, change the plan, change the process. And if over time you realize, well, what is it you're, what you're working for suddenly isn't totally what you want anymore. Maybe you want something bigger. So modify the goal. You're not locked into anything, but it's about being able to move forward and not freeze, not get stuck in a moment because things aren't working the way you want them to work. Eventually, 
you can do whatever it is you set your mind to do as long as you know you've got the resources as long as you figure out a way to do it as long as you get the help that you need if you need you know somebody else to give you more information and it's a process to get things done it could be as simple as taking out the garbage or it could be as complex as, you know, being able to afford to take a cruise around the world or maybe start a company. Everything starts off with a plan and that plan is going to change a thousand times before you're done, depending on how big a plan it is or how big a dream it is. So if you have a dream, figure out more than one way to do it. Focus on that one thing, because if that one plan doesn't work, and very few first-time plans do, you keep going. You go, okay, here's how I can change it. Here's how I can do it a different way. Because you've got something you didn't have when you started, which is more experience. Even if you try a way and it doesn't work, you now have wisdom based on the fact that it's like, okay, I know it doesn't work. Now I can go back, regroup, and maybe maybe you got to start again. Or maybe you can start from where you stopped. Whatever you do, don't worry about how fast you can get it done. You know, there are very few things that are better when you rush doing it. You want to take your time. You want to move forward. You want to have it be as solid as possible. And the only way that's going to happen is if you stay aware, stay present, look at what's going on, and be willing to change and not get stuck. Don't get frozen. Don't get caught up in the story. Because that's, that's the story is where we get stuck. We don't get stuck in the process. And in fact, Sometimes we can get so stuck in the story that we end up not correcting the problem because we're so worried about why it didn't work. Okay, it didn't work. Except that, you know, it's like, oh, why do I always do this? Why do I always do that? And your problem is still sitting there. You're not creating a solution. You know, you can, you can figure out all, all the other stuff later. Look at it, say, okay, this isn't working. What do we need to change? What do we need to do? You know, it's a little ob objectivity can be a wonderful thing. It can, it can help us move forward. So trust yourself, trust that you have what it takes to solve this problem, including the ability to ask for help and to, to seek out good advice, but accept that the plan may change, Accept that even if your end result doesn't change, that your way of getting there may change. Always have a plan B and C, and D, and E, and Q if necessary. But it doesn't mean you failed. It just means that now you know more than you did. It doesn't mean that, you know, you are powerless. It just means that there were certain things that you can't control. So, go out, figure out what you want to do, figure out a few alternate ways to do it and give it a best your best try you know no one can ask anything any more of you than your best and you can do this honest you can you just need to be patient and trust and always have a plan b so thank you for joining me 
And like I said, when I go in to do the edits, I'm going to check to see if this particular lighting system, I don't know if it's too light, I don't know if it's too anything, but at least I know it's lighter than it was. Because also living in the mountains means that, you know, you're kind of at, at the whim of, you know, because there's lots of trees around here, so it gets darker a lot faster. But it's okay. And for those of you who are listening to this on Blog Talk Radio, uh, go over to the YouTube channel and check it out because you can see me while I while we talk. So, thank you. And if you appreciate this, if this has been helpful, then you can like this video, you can comment, and if you comment, I will comment back. And in fact, while this video is running, I am there, and so you can comment, and I will answer you back right then. Uh, you can subscribe, which is really a very cool thing, and, you know, it's about growing a community. And so, you know, if you subscribe, welcome. Thank you. And if you wish to sponsor this channel, then you can do so on Patreon, and the link is in the description. So, uh, if you are going through something, if you have a topic that you would like me to address, or if you have questions, then please uh, send me a message, and I will answer them on one of the videos. You can also follow me on Twitter. And you can join the uh, Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen Facebook group, and you can look it up. And, and I hope that whatever it is that you're planning, whatever you want to achieve, that you get it and everything you ever dreamed of, because you deserve it. And I believe in you. So go out there and, you know, carpe diem, seize the day and seize the dream. So, until next week, I wish you balance and I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.